my guest, who is a vice president of policy for ALEC, the American Legislative Exchange Council. They just wrapped up a three-day uh, convention in uh, Washington, D.C., the States and Nation Policy Summit. Uh, Lee, good morning. Thanks very much for talking with us this morning. Uh, how did it go? You had some great speakers. What were you able to accomplish? Well, good morning and greetings from the nation's capital here. And, you know, it was a great week for ALEC. Our organization, the American Legislative Exchange Council, we're the nation's largest nonpartisan voluntary membership organization for state legislators. And so anytime that we can get our members who, by the way, are dedicated, everything we do surrounds the principles of free markets, limited government, and federalism. But anytime we can gather with hundreds of like-minded lawmakers from the state level around the country in Washington, D.C., good things are going to happen. And so two things were big for us and a theme at all of our meetings. It's sharing best practices from the states, what's working and what's not, as we compete for residents and job creators. And number two, how can we restore the balance of power back to the states away from Washington, D.C.? You know, For the last hundred years or more, Washington, D.C., with its federal bureaucracy, has just been growing out of control. And that was a huge theme for our members this week. Well, and if if uh, the parties uh, swap control, who's to say that uh, that government will be less if Republicans at some point uh, take control? Will there be mass layoffs and government will shrink? Because big government is not a good thing? You know, there's problems on both sides of the aisle. I, yeah. think, I think if you look back historically, uh, there's not one party that, that's to blame for government growing out of control. But, you know, a couple of things just to add there. We heard from some amazing speakers this week, from Mike Pence, our 48th vice president, Newt Gingrich, former speaker, uh, Governor Doug Ducey out of Arizona, and... They all agreed on one thing, was that Washington, D.C. has gotten so out of control. It's got an outsized influence, uh, a bad influence on our day-to-day lives, and something has to change. And so it is encouraging when you are with lawmakers who, who agree with that. And, you know, they are talking about ways that we can begin to fight back, whether it's through Supreme Court rulings like the recent West Virginia versus EPA, uh, but also what what can state lawmakers do in their own backyards back in the states? Right. Well, and with the uh, uh, Supreme Court taking up the uh, uh, college loan forgiveness issue, uh, they expect uh, a hearing or uh, some results sometime early summer. That's the kind of thing you're talking about where governments, uh, state governments say no federal government. We'll handle it on our own. Thank you very much. How do you convince those states who are, in some cases, very dependent on federal help or governance to look to internalize and stop looking to Washington, D.C. for direction? Well, I think the beauty of the 50 states, you know, we call them the 50 laboratories of democracy. Mm -hmm. And if you go state to state, You know, the people of each state and their elected leaders, they can decide what's best for themselves. And we're able to see what's working and what's not. Uh, I think with the student loan issue, it seemed like 
you know, by and large, almost everybody was coming out against this, whether, you know, you had already paid off your loans, you were going to be upset about that, or maybe you didn't go to college, and so you're subsidizing somebody's liberal arts degree for, uh, you know, that's you're going to work every day. Why do you want to be having your tax dollars go back to pay uh, somebody's federal student loans? And so I think on that issue particularly, we saw just uh, so many people be unified against it. But just getting back to these these experiments in the states, I mean, one of the things we were so excited to see this year, of course, this is against the backdrop of record inflation and record energy prices. But there were five states this year that decided to move from a progressive income tax to a flat tax and not just a flat tax, but a lower flat tax. Um, and, you know, those states, I could rattle them off. Iowa, Idaho, Georgia, Mississippi, and Arizona. Now we get to see how will the results be for those states. We've seen a lot of companies during the pandemic close up shop and move to states with lower taxes. Um, and so that's, I think, a great example of how this experiment works in our country. And that's the beauty of having 50 laboratories of democracy. It'll be real interesting to watch those experiments play out from the American Legislative Exchange Council, a vice president of policy, uh, Lee Schalk. Thank you very much for talking with me this morning, Lee. We will undoubtedly uh, follow these stories and do it again.